Hello and welcome back to the Roswell Reimagined Podcast. For those of you who are just starting to listen, this is a podcast centered around the television series Roswell, New Mexico, which airs on the CW. After a being gone for a hot minute, we are back for season two of Roswell, New Mexico, and I am back to do more episode reviews. I think season two could not have come in a more perfect time considering all the craziness that is going on in the world. And I feel like having season two just starting is like a really great distraction and I'm really liking um, the first episode so far so I'm so glad it's back for season two. And I also just heard that it was also just picked up for season three um, without even having any <laughs> ratings or anything for season two come in and surprisingly it didn't have great ratings in season one but they went ahead and picked it up for season three, which tells me that the season is going to be really amazing and there's going to be quite a bit happening as we go through the season. And I can already tell from this first episode that there's several storylines that are already um, pretty evident and I'm pretty excited about. So I'm excited for the rest of the season and season three. And I am back this week to start the episode reviews again and I am doing the first episode of season two, which is titled Stay, I Missed You. So, just going back a little bit um, to where we left off at the, off at the end of season two, uh, Max had killed Noah, and Max, Michael, and Isabel had found Rosa's body in Noah's pod. And I remember watching the last episode of season one, and I knew when Max had first seen Rosa in Noah's pod, I knew he was going to try to resurrect her. And I kind of, I, I regret that I never got around to reviewing the last episode of season one because it was actually my favorite episode. That Probably that in the pilot was my favorite episodes of the season so far. And um, so one of the major questions that I had leaving off at um, the season finale of season one was that how aware was Max when he tried to bring Rosa back that that could kill him? So we now know that Max had suffered from a massive heart attack when trying to heal her. And, you know, we learned at the end of season one because Noah uh, told Max that, you know, him healing people is not natural. So when he healed Liz or anything like that, it actually drains his energy. They're natural born killers apparently according to Noah and that's how they get their energy that's how they become strong and you could tell from recovering the satellites that Max had had a definite boost in his energy when he killed Noah he definitely felt seemed like he was more energized and more positive and I think when he had the idea to resurrect Rosa he's coming from you know, this idea that he felt strong in the moment and um, that he could resurrect her. But I kind of feel that overall, even then, I feel like he did know that at minimum, at trying to resurrect a girl that has been dead for 10 years, at minimum, I think he knew that he could potentially really harm himself. And I think worst case scenario, he did know that he could end up killing himself in the process. I feel like it was a decision that he made for Liz and to try to right his wrongs with Rosa. 
knowing good and well that he could he could very well die from doing that and um I think his heart was weakened already whether he knew that or not from his altercation with Noah which I think really um is what is what did it so yeah I think he made that choice I think that he was willing to die to bring Rosa back and that's exactly what he did so <clears throat> we start season two with Rosa back as now a permanent character, or so they say, for at least season two. And Rosa was actually one of my kind of favorite new characters of this series because I feel like we only really got to know her in memory, but I feel like almost we really feel, or I really feel like we did know her. And I feel like she was just such a presence in the season when there was so much mystery surrounding her that she I was just very intrigued by her character and I was really excited to see that she is back for season two so however I don't have um an overwhelmingly positive feeling that she's going to be a permanent character and that goes back to some predictions that I wanted to make at the end of season one but never really got around to and that's that I feel like she has, having been resurrected by Max, I feel like she has created like an energetic cord between her and Max and somehow that Max's life force has gone into her and so her being alive um, as a result of Max's death is now tied back to Max. And I feel like at the crash down we saw that she obviously is starting to display some sort of abilities that she obviously can't control. So either she could be changing and having these abilities because she was brought back to the, by the dead, uh, from the dead by an alien or because she's energetically still connected to Max and she's having these um, side effects from being in connection with him somehow. So I feel while it may be a really bold prediction, like right out of the gate, I feel somehow that her life is actually very fragile. And I feel like at this end of this episode, which I didn't see coming, it was when Max confronted Rosa and he had to tell her that no matter what, he can, she cannot allow Liz to bring him back from the den. I feel like they're kind of playing with that idea already or at least it has potential to go in this direction because I feel that Liz ultimately can't have both Rosa and Max. I feel like she has to choose between the two of them, that if she brought Max back, somehow that life force would be taken from Rosa and given back to Max, that they both can't, they both can't exist. I don't know this, I know this sounds probably like really out there, but I just have this, I, this, this feeling that they're definitely energetically connected somehow and she's here because Max sacrificed his life for her but if Liz goes back on that and brings him back then Rose's character would suffer the consequences of that and so I'm interested to see where that goes and what Max meant when he told Rosa that Liz cannot bring him back. I think that's definitely going to be a very interesting storyline. <clears throat> So, so far it looks like the town has not been made aware of Max's death and um, 
the only thing they really know is that Noah was killed by lightning. And there seems to be a lot of suspicion about Max's whereabouts, especially by Sheriff Valenti, who seemed really not to believe Isabel Saab's story. And I think this goes back to season one where Maine's um, confronted Valenti and Cam and showed them the pictures of, you know, the bolts of lightning that was found on the side of a barn and things like that and the power outages. I think she recognizes those images and that's how Noah was killed was apparently by um, being struck by lightning. But I think Valenti definitely feels there's something more going on. And I feel like Liz is definitely going to become a suspect and already the town doesn't like their family starting with Rosa and now the confrontation that Isabel and Liz had at Noah's service I found to be very interesting and actually a little confusing. Um, I don't know if anybody else felt this way when they watched this scene but it seemed almost like Isabel and Liz had staged this argument. So people want to take the suspicion off um, why Max is missing and this weirdness with Noah. So Isabel stages a confrontation with Liz and blames her for Max leaving in order to get people to, you know, not wonder where Max is. But the thing is, is when it seemed like it started out like a, con a confrontation that was staged, it actually seemed to go in another direction. And that's why it was a little bit confusing for me because while it seemed scripted, Liz seemed to very obviously react to it. And Liz is obviously a character who doesn't show a lot of emotion. She doesn't show her cards. She tends to keep what she's feeling to herself and she doesn't outwardly express anything like that but I could definitely feel that her reaction to Isabel was a little bit hurt by some of the things that were said and I feel like a lot of that just came from the fact that maybe Isabel had intended to stage this argument between them but maybe there is some potential resentment on Isabel's side where she does blame Liz for what happened with Max and she feels that if that hadn't happened that Max would still be there with her and so a lot of that was very real anger that came from that came from Isabel and I think Liz felt that a little bit and um you know I think that it was very obvious that I think Sheriff Valenti is already suspecting something more going on and may suspect Liz, which I feel like is going to come out later in the season. And um, Isabel's mother obviously doesn't approve of Liz and seems to think that Liz maybe was involved in Max leaving. And now here's Liz doing li what Liz does best, which is leaving town again and taking a grant in Palo Alto. So she's not being viewed very highly upon by the town. And I think she's definitely going to end up being a suspect in most people's eyes when you know, Max doesn't immediately um, show himself. There's going to be start being a lot of questions about, you know, where Max is. And, you know, eventually people are going to find out about Rosa. I feel like, you know, right now Liz is hiding out with Rosa at Max's place. And 
people are not yet aware that Rosa is back, but you can't hide a girl that's been dead for 10 years. You can't hide her reappearance. I feel like eventually this is going to get out. I feel like eventually this is probably where a lot of the drama in season two is going to come from, is they're going to find out that Liz or Rosa was resurrected and that's going to get pinned back on Max. I feel like his secret's going to come out in even a bigger way than it did in season one. And, you know, I kind of feel like the way they sprung Rosa back on, on everybody was kind of not done in the best way, to be honest. The way that Liz kind of took Rosa to Kyle's work and just kind of sprung Rosa on him, that was Kyle's half-sister. And I felt like they could have revealed her coming back with like a little bit more consideration it definitely wasn't my favorite part of this episode I'm definitely looking forward to like seeing how the other characters react to Rosa being back especially Maria who is very close to Rosa and obviously Maria still doesn't know about the aliens she doesn't all of season one she still doesn't know about them and I feel um that this her discovering Rosa being back is gonna ha- is gonna be the way that Maria finally realizes that she's kind of the last one to be let in on the group secret. So yeah, I think there's also a link there with Maria's mother and the aliens. So I think this is about to get really interesting for Maria since she's still kind of like on the outskirts of everything. She's still kind of the outsider who doesn't know much, but. I think that this is all going to start coming out when they realize Max, you know, sacrificed himself for Rosa. So, moving on to Michael. Michael continues to have, like, some relationship drama. It looks like, for now, he seems to have some real boundaries with Alex. He seems to be telling him no for the first time. He's not going to just keep going in and out and doing the same thing with him. And I feel like he's just tired of being like emotionally drained. And it seems like he's already kind of messed things up with Maria as well. He's not doing much better with her than he was doing with Alex. It seems like he ended up ghosting her. And later on in this episode, he hits on a woman like right in front of her, which I thought was just obviously just really in poor taste. And Maria was obviously just very hurt by it. And I think... I think Michael is just like, he's trying to handle too much, like with the death of his mother and now Max, and I think he, you know, going back to his childhood, he's always learned not to trust people, not to get his hope up, as he says, and he's just not willing to be vulnerable, he's not willing to let someone in out of fear that it's just going to end up back in the same way, and you know, what he said at the end of season one, you know, he said love is the worst thing that's ever happened to me and I've been I've been in a spaceship crash <laughs> and I thought what a very like relatable and true thing to say like if you've ever been in love that's definitely not the best feeling so I think he's definitely not wanting to be vulnerable even though Maria has kind of proven that she wants to help him he's not going to let her in he he's just keeping her at arm's length and yeah I think later on down the season I think he's going to soften towards her a little bit and realize that she does really care about him and she can help him if he will let her in but so far he's still 
just unwilling to get his hope up and be at all vulnerable with her. And I think considering everything that he's had to deal with so far in the series, I think that's pretty understandable. And then you have, you had to feel bad for Isabel. I feel like with everything that happened with Noah in the last season, she's definitely stepping up and she's, she's reacting like a typical victim who wants to take her power back. And when she's practicing her powers out in the desert, it seems like she's someone who's obviously dealing with something kind of akin to like PTSD. She's having the flashbacks of Noah. His memory is still haunting her. Um, she calls to see if he's been cremated. Somehow she feels like, I think she almost doesn't feel safe until she knows he's gone for good. And it feels like she's just, she doesn't want to be victimized again. And I think that she's just taking her power back. She's just learning how to defend herself. She's learning how to take care of herself and stand up because she was emotionally and mentally abused by Noah and it's just kind of sinking in that now he's gone. Now her abuser is gone and she's got to learn to stand up on her own two feet. And You know, I feel this episode, she's she's had to play like the grieving wife and she's had to put on the show and she's had, I mean, she was just she was just dressed from head to toe in black at Noah's service and she had the black lipstick and the black hat and I think she's trying her best to play the role of this grieving wife and the reality is that Noah was her abuser and now she's gone and now she's trying to say anything she can nice about him not to create suspicion and I think the only saving grace there was obviously Max and her love for him and her tribute to Max at the at Noah's service I thought was really heartfelt and really beautiful and her words are just really a perfect description of Max and I think that was kind of her saving grace and just when you think it couldn't get worse for her that her abuser is gone I actually I, I watched this episode from beginning to end twice and I didn't notice this I guess I skipped right over the scene until the second time I watched it but the ultrasound scene in the cave when she realizes she says she feels like Noah's haunting her and she can feel him under her skin and she realizes that she's pregnant. I feel like what a horrible thing to happen to her having just buried her abuser and now she realizes that he kind of lingers on and once again like the show is so political like it just gets so deep because now you know, we're looking at like, she has to make this decision. She now has potentially this child and she has to decide what is she going to do with it and what are her options. And, you know, she can't go to a doctor. She can't, she can't really tell anybody. She's, she's kind of on her own trying to make this decision. You know, she will be. And it just gets, you know, it's kind of like she's just being made to be re-victimized re all over again by having a baby with, uh, you know, by a man who abused her. And that's just very, also just very politically relevant. They definitely don't shy away from that. So, um, you know, I think this is going to be one of the major storylines of season two. Is, is she going to keep the baby or will she try to terminate it? And, 
you know, this kind of makes me think of Twilight and they don't know what the potential, you know, repercussions are having a child when you don't know anything about your race. You don't know anything about who you are. You don't, you don't know anything and you can't, there's no one to answer any of your questions. Like it's, it's hard enough to be, you know, someone going through that and, but you don't know anything. There's no one that she can go to. It's basically like she's in this on her own, which just makes it probably all the more traumatizing, especially considering everything that she just went through. So I think this is going to be a major, major storyline of season two. And um, definitely it's going to be interesting to see where they go. That's probably one of the most interesting storylines that they're going to have of the season, at least I feel so far. So yeah, uh, this episode, like it just so much happens. Like it just moves so quickly. I mean, the storyline always did. I mean, in season one, they just, they don't miss like, a moment of like they just it's just constant they there's so much they fit into just one episode and yeah this one was definitely no exception so I'm gonna make some predictions going forward um obviously this episode I've already previously stated that I believe there is a Max Rosa connection and eventually Liz is going to have to choose between the two of them. She cannot resurrect Max without killing Rosa in the process. I feel like this is going to be a storyline. Um, I really feel like this is going to be a storyline going forward. And that's probably why Max came to her. Max came to Rosa and told Rosa that she cannot try to resurrect him. I think, I think that's just going to be a really interesting storyline. I have felt this would be the case since the end of season one. I'm really excited to see where this goes. I just don't think Rosa is permanent. And, you know, Liz Orteco, she can't have anything easy. So, you know, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> so, I also feel like... Uh, I know Noah is dead, but something also about that just doesn't feel permanent to me. I feel like... she Isabel obviously feels haunted, and she's obviously suffering from, like, some, you know healing of trauma and maybe some like PTSD kind of symptoms but I feel like a lot of it is like somewhere deep down she also doesn't feel like it's over like she doesn't feel like that's the end somehow some way she just doesn't feel safe or something like that and I think I think it might be a bit, a bit deeper I think their bond hasn't been completely severed yet and that she can I think she can still feel it so um, and obviously I, I think there's going to be a lot of drama with the baby. I don't think things are going to go well or as planned. I think there's going to be, I think the storyline is going to be very, very interesting. I just feel, you know, I feel like this is going to cause Isabel to like step into her power really and step out of like victim mode and learn how to like step you know stand up on her own because she's been through so much and now she's learning how powerful she is so I feel like there's going to be a lot of growth for Isabel this season just personally I feel like she's going to really transform into like a stronger version of herself so I think there's a lot that's going to be changing with her and yeah, I think I'm going to leave that right there as far as prediction goes, predictions go. I have some other ideas kind of floating around in my head and I definitely want to like dive in deeper to those. I think I'm going to wait as the season goes on and see, you know, where I think I, it's going. But um, yeah, I would say that's it. 
that's it for now. This is probably going to be the shorter of my episode reviews, but I just wanted to go ahead and get this out there. Um, so that's it for this episode review of season two, episode one, Stay I Missed You. And I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. I know it's going to be so really, really good. So, um, yeah, thank you for coming back. If you've been listening since season one, I'm so glad you're back for season two. And I think this is such, you know, good timing. Like I said, considering the craziness, it's like such a good distraction right now to have the show back and kind of just put our minds on this and, you know, um, yeah, I'm just really glad it's back. I think this episode was really, really good and it just really set the tone for the rest of the season. I can't wait to see where it goes. So I'm going to be doing another episode review. Um, so I'll have the next one, episode two, I'll have that one out in just a few days. Um, so you can check back here for that if you're still um, following along. And if you want to follow me over on Instagram, sometimes I share some fan art and things like that. And I am at Rosal Reimagined. And then if you want to send me an email and just give me some feedback and let me know what you think and give me some ideas or pointers, just let me know if you're listening. And uh, my email is roswellandreview at gmail.com. And that is it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care.